Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Living the Sweet Life. I'm your host, TJ Sweet, and on this podcast, I'll talk about how to live with intention, reshape your mindset, and look at the world through a grateful lens. This week, I want to talk about a topic that probably impacts all of us in some way, shape, or form, some more than others, but definitely has impacted our lives in different ways. And I want to talk about the art of overcoming procrastination, right? It's this, how do we reduce this delay to the success that is actually probably waiting for us. Now, I'm going to talk about quite a few different things here around the science behind procrastination, but also um, give you some tips on some things that I've been able to do that have helped me um, kind of recognize the patterns of procrastination and then uh, how to move past them in those moments. And so starting off, uh, just procrastination is really just this, it's really just an adversary right, of productivity and, and has plagued so many people <laughs> that I've talked to, um, starting even when we're children and, and, and all the way up into our personal lives and in our careers now. And it's, it's this habit of postponing tasks, um, sometimes to seek more comfort or maybe less urgent activities. And so sometimes it's just easier, right, is what we look for instead of the things that we need to do. It's the things that are easy to do. And so, but the science behind procrastination really reveals this complex mix of psychology and emotions and habits. And I'll dive a little deeper into all those things here um, on this episode. So understanding the roots of the behavior is the first step towards conquering it. Like we've talked about many times, self-awareness and humility is the key to overcoming procrastination. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the science of procrastination and then also share some valuable strategies um, that I've uh, read about, learned, used, practiced myself to kind of help me get past it. So let's start off with just acknowledging procrastination. So the science of it is really kind of, I'll break it down into four different topics. I'll probably blend it into a few others, but really instant gratification versus delayed rewards. Right. That's kind of the science behind it. So at the heart of procrastination is this tug of war between instant gratification and delayed rewards. And our brains are, are wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Now, I will tell you a quote that I've heard that resonates with me is someone distracted by or someone who can't focus on their purpose is going to be distracted by pleasure. So tasks that we have with immediate benefits that we can get done quickly, that don't take any thought or you know, multiple steps, they often take precedence over the things that are more important to us, right? Even if they're less important in the long run, just the idea of doing something, even if it's not the most important thing, is part of procrastination, right? So recognizing when you're just seeking instant gratification versus the delayed reward. And so sometimes you can think of it this way of, uh, thinking about uh, the things that are easy to do are the things that are easy not to do. So sometimes we have a task on our list that feels monotonous. Now, it's something that's meaningful to us, although it wouldn't even be on our list of things to do. But we often think about the consequence of not doing it is not as great as the limited reward that we see in the future. So thinking about um, a simple task of going for a walk in the morning, Right. So you don't have time to go for a walk in the morning. So you don't. And you think, I'll just put it off. I'll do it in the afternoon. But we get this sense of anticipation and this sense of we are going to do this later in the day. 
right? So this delayed reward as opposed to, um, you know, putting in the time and instead of sleeping for 30 minutes more, right, which is that instant gratification, we then don't have enough time later in the day and then we never go for the walk. So we think that we're going to have more time to get the delayed reward that we pass up for for the instant gratification, but oftentimes we don't. And so it's just recognizing the moments of instant gratification versus a delayed reward and being present in those moments, right? Self-awareness is the key. Now, the next couple are going to be something personal for me, and I hope it resonates with all of you. But really, procrastination is sometimes rooted in fear and anxiety, right? Procrastination can be driven by fear and anxiety, and those tasks perceived as difficult or threatening are a trigger response, prompting us automatically to delay. So we don't want to seek comfort or we don't want to seek discomfort, so oftentimes we'll put things off. And whenever we have a big test or a big project or a big task to take on, the fact that it, we already see it as a big task is a threat. So we just put it off. But we've also taught ourselves over the years that we kind of become superhuman in the last minute, right? I'll talk a little bit more about motivation and decisional procrastination here in a second. But really the idea of recognizing when you are scared to do a task or you're too uh, intimidated by it or in my case it's often when i don't feel like i have all the education or the knowledge or sometimes the self-belief right that fear if i don't have that i procrastinate i know there are multiple things on my to-do list and you'll hear people say go after the hard things first so that when your brain's at its freshest, you can get those things done. And then whenever your brain's tired, you can do the easy things later. But you'll also hear people say, do all the easy things first to get all of your momentum. Listen, this is up to you, but I just want you to understand and think about why are things harder than the others? Why are things taking more time? And why does it produce potentially fear and anxiety for you? Is it something that you can control? Is it something even real? Right? So oftentimes fear is uh, an acronym, right? It's false expectations appearing real. And anxiety is worried about the past happening again. But oftentimes we are our own worst enemy when it comes to this procrastination because I know like when I was going through school and going through college and you know, uh, <clears throat> preparing for big moments in my career, I'd wait till the day before or two days before or even the night before. And I would be, I, my vision would be crystal clear. My thoughts would be clear because I didn't have any other time to wait. Right? So I put more value in the future than I did in the present moment. But it also became the fear of if I don't do this now, I'm, something bad's going to happen. There's going to be a negative consequence if I don't do something now. And so it's a matter of if you don't write that paper now, if you don't finish that assignment or that project or that, that business plan now, something bad will happen. All of a sudden, the fear and anxiety of the bad thing happening makes us superhuman. Again, we have the ability to develop this incredible work ethic. We can stay up uh, way later than we need to. We have resources all of a sudden. And, you know, it's really just a matter of that fear is something that we put into our own brains. And so we can not do that to ourselves as often because this panic and anxiety and fear that comes from our own procrastination can sometimes lead to more procrastination. Now, the next topic uh, is something that I've touched on a little bit on these episodes, but it's really simply putting it, it's a lack of motivation. It's a lack of purpose. 
So when a task lacks intrinsic motivation, or simply putting it's not aligned with your values, we're more likely to, proc to procrastinate. And tasks without clear goals or ones that seem tedious can lead to avoidance as well. So make some games out of it. See how fast you can do a certain task, right? If it's cleaning the house, break it up into smaller tasks or have a deadline of I want to get it all done by 10 a.m. because then I want to go do something fun, right? With people you're grateful for, people that you love, or maybe you want to make a phone call to somebody that you love. And so you want to get all of your cleaning done before then. You'll get that focus. And so sometimes the motivation for me is I tie it to the people that I'm the most grateful for. Not to earn something, not to prove something, not to be enough, but just simply adding purpose to my motivation. So why do I eat like I eat and read like I read and exercise and, and um, try to take care of myself and try to do a great job at work and just different things? It's because I tie it to the people that I'm the most grateful for. And truthfully, it's my love for them is enough for me to move past my procrastination habit because I want them to have the best of me all the time. Because let's face it, when we procrastinate, we're actually thinking about the thing we're procrastinating about all the time and we're never really present. And then whenever it comes crunch time and we have to do something, we might actually miss out on something near and dear to us with the people that we love the most. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to, your future self can already tell you, you don't want to do that. And so I had a lot of that when I was going through graduate school, where I spent my time on Saturdays and, and Friday evenings and Saturdays so that I could make sure that I had Sundays free. And it was just because if I needed to go home to see my family, I wanted to make sure that I could. I didn't want to say, I'm sorry, I put off the work I knew about all week. And now I can't do the thing that means the most to me. So attach your procrastination habit to somebody that you love and think about how you can be at your best for them and you don't want to miss out on the potential of an opportunity to do something with them. And then another topic around motivation that I want to talk a little bit about is this idea of identity. And Mel Robbins does a great job simply putting this in one sentence, but she talks about stop telling yourself you're a procrastinator because you're giving yourself that identity and then you're gonna keep finding ways to affirm that identity. Instead, tell yourself that you're somebody who has the habit of procrastinating. The habit of procrastinating means that you make a choice, right? You're making decisions. You may, you're making a choice to procrastinate in any particular moment, which gives us the power and empowers us to then make new choices. Instead of this idea of I'm a procrastinator being that is something, that's who you are, that's your name tag, it's, that's a characteristic of who you are as a person. No, those are choices that you've made in the past, but you can always make new choices. Now, the next, the last piece I want to talk about the science of procrastination is really just decisional procrastination. And this is probably a term most of you probably heard about, but it's really just about um, sometimes just the idea of making a decision causes procrastination. Right? So when you're faced with choices or you have to make a decision, you delay, you procrastinate. And sometimes that is still the choice you're making. Right, So when you delay making choices to avoid potential regret or responsibility. And so there are choices that we know we need to be making or that we should be making or would be healthier for us, but we don't because it's tough to make that choice. So then we procrastinate, even if it's not the healthiest and best thing for us, but it's real. 
It's just a matter of recognizing it, thinking about the decision in a different, um, a different strategy, a uh, different headspace, so that you can then think about moving forward and moving on because your life is way too precious to be stuck in the middle of not making a decision. And you may miss out on something that's even greater for you that um, you don't want to live in this place of regret. Uh, you want to live in this place of, of love and hope and gratitude and optimism and just being glad that you made some decisions. And so just keep in mind that not making a decision is making a decision. Now, I want to move quickly into um, overcoming procrastination and just some simple things here that I'll run through. So first of all, setting clear goals, right? Define your objectives and establish a clear and achievable goal. It creates a sense of purpose and direction and reduces this likelihood of procrastination. And there's a really great TED talk about procrastination that a friend of mine just shared with me. And it really kind of just talks about um, goals that have deadlines create this sense of panic that makes sure that we get the thing done in a certain amount of time. But oftentimes as adults, we have goals and we have things that we want to get done or choices we need to make that don't have deadlines. So then we just carry it with us everywhere. And then we start to lose confidence in our ability to move past the procrastination and the pause and the self-limiting beliefs and actually start making some changes. So after you set some goals, break things down into smaller tasks and smaller steps. Those large tasks and those large goals can be overwhelming. Instead of thinking about, um, you know, the end game, right? Start with the end in mind. But if you want to, for example, lose a certain amount of weight, don't think about losing 20 pounds. Think about drinking more water. Think about eating uh, more vegetables. Instead of just constant this focus on a big task, it can lead to procrastination because it's just so big that we can't feel it. It's not attached to us yet. So divide them into smaller manageable steps and making those goals kind of really over, overall kind of less daunting. And then the third thing that I've been able to do effectively is prioritize and time management, right? So use a to-do list. I'm sure most of you probably do a to-do list, a calendar, time management techniques. Um, there's different ways and uh, that you can manage your day and schedule your day. It's not always going to go perfectly. But again, if we don't have a plan for the day, the day is never going to go as planned. And so prioritize your tasks and allocate, allocate specific time blocks to focus on them. And so there are things that I know I need to do in my day, whether it's at work or in my personal life, and I will actually schedule the time for it. I'll put it on my calendar and do it. But it's just simply a matter of not using our brains as a memory bank to remember to do something, but actually putting it on the calendar because something changes in our commitment when we put it on the calendar and commit to it. And then the next... <clears throat> Uh, strategy for overcoming procrastination is really a topic that I talked about the science of is finding intrinsic motivation. Connect your tasks, connect who you are and what you're doing every day to your personal values and your interests and in the people that you love and you're the most grateful for. This has been the one thing that has helped me do the uncommon things and, uh, you know, stay up late, wake up early do more, become more, be as best as I can be while I'm still growing every single day is I've attached purpose and I've attached the love that I have for the people that I'm the most grateful for to my intrinsic motivation. And when you understand the meaning of every task, it becomes more motivating and thinking about what you think about when your effort is high and pay attention to what you do instead of the actual task that you're putting off. So what you do to procrastinate is also a pretty good sign of what your priorities are. 
And, you know, some of those things kind of roll into uh, managing your environment, right? Which is a matter of manage, uh, minimizing distractions and creating an environment conducive to some of these things. And so if it's at work, kind of creating this workspace that brings out the best in you and reduces procrastination. So procrastination could be reading another article, it could be scrolling on your phone, it could be talking to other people. Just giving yourself some space so that you can do this with intention. The next one I wanna talk about is overcoming fear with self-compassion. This is some grace. So address your fear or anxiety-driven procrastination with self-compassion. Give yourself a break. Understand that everybody faces challenges and it's okay to make mistakes. Just shifting your mindset to self-compassion instead of fear and failure can reduce the stress and motivation uh, and can motivate you to take action, which oftentimes taking action is the first step to overcoming procrastination. You can use some mindfulness techniques like I do all the time where I, I stop and stay present in the moment because when we're procrastinating, again, we're giving more value to the future than we are to the present moment. And so we think about mindful practices like med meditation or deep breathing, but even just simple things like practicing gratitude or breathing like that can reduce your anxiety, which can in turn lower uh, the desire to procrastinate. Now, setting realistic deadlines is something that's hard for me, right? I have super, super high expectations for myself and I overestimate what I can do uh, in a day and underestimate what I can do in a year. So establish a self-imposed deadline that reflects the importance of the urgency of your tasks. Make your to-do list and then write down the priority. And they can't all be the same priority because then none of them are a priority. Deadlines create a sense of accountability within ourselves and reduce the temptation to procrastinate. So the other thing that comes with this, right, it's not just about beat yourself up over, over and over and over again about getting all these things done because it can be exhausting. But the science behind rewarding yourself, right, to reward yourself to reinforce your productivity, your progress you're making. Once you've completed a task or you've stuck to a habit or you've changed a habit, treat yourself with something you enjoy. Dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin are some are three chemicals that get released when we reward ourselves. Dopamine centers are the first thing. That's the first thing we go to when we post something or when somebody gives us a compliment, when we get recognized for something. But that, comf that positive reinforcement can motivate you to continue to be productive. Dopamine is a dopamine center you'll hear a lot about is something that feeds itself as you continue to feed it more often and as you continue to give yourself grace and you reward yourself for sticking to new habits and you start to actually think about things that you appreciate about yourself, you will start to shift that habit, that mindset from being a procrastinator to being somebody who just had the habit of procrastinating, but now you realize that there's so many ways to get around it and it's not who you have to be even though it's who you've been. And the last couple are visualize your success. Visualize it, the, the outcome of doing the task now, right? So visualiz visualization techniques, excuse me, can help you overcome procrastination by mentally rehearsing the task as you do it successfully. And just this simple act alone can reduce anxiety and increase your confidence in tackling the task. So stop and think about, do you have everything you need? Yes or no? If you don't, then go get what you need. If you have all the resources, why are you pausing? If you're pausing because you're scared of the outcome, then think about why you're scared of the outcome. Is it something you control? If not, then continue to move forward. Because it's in those moments of uncomfortable growth that we start to learn to overcome these habits. 
And then this last one um, is really near and dear to me. As you know, the people in my life are, are a big driving force for me and they mo- make me a better person, but a, an accountability partner, right? So share your goals with a trusted friend or somebody that you love or somebody you're the most grateful for who can help you hold yourself accountable. There's nothing that we do in this world alone. We're either thinking about people as we do it or we're doing it for somebody else. We're serving people all the time. And just every once in a while, it's important to serve yourself by having people around you who support you and love you and challenge you and want you to succeed. And these regular check-ins and phone calls and mutual support can be such powerful motivators. And the people that I have in my life that I'm the most grateful for that remind me of who I am and what I am and ask me about how's that book, how's that podcast, just different things like what do you, what books are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Have you heard of this? Have you watched this TED Talk? I mean, that's even how this topic even came about um, is a, a discussion about a, a TED Talk that somebody shared with me. And, you know, it's just people that care about you and, and invest in you and care about what you care about. Those people will help you want you to be your best. And we're never at our best when we're fully procrastinating on more and more things in our lives. So again, just to recap real quick here. So procrastination, like I've said already, it it can be conquered, right? With a combination of self-awareness, some effective strategies, and some patience. Understand the science of procrastination like I talked about and apply some of these things that I shared with you. And it can honestly transform the delay that you have in, um, in many things to making choices, to getting things done into a a moment of success and fulfillment and, and excitement and gratitude. And just remember, give yourself some grace. This process takes time. Setbacks are natural. If you fall back into the habit, the fact that you recognize that you fell back is self-awareness. Give yourself credit for that. The key is to persevere. And in doing so, you'll unlock your full potential and enjoy the satisfaction that we get from a more productive and fulfilling and love-filled, hope-filled, optimistic uh, life that we all know is possible for us. And it's just sometimes we have to get out of our own way. So um, that wraps it up for this episode. Again, uh, just I'll, like I wrap it up all the time. I just, if there's something in here that resonated with you, uh, share it with somebody that you uh, love and you're grateful for. And uh, again, to the people in my life, um, I appreciate you. And thank you for making me better. And for, thank you for helping me overcome my old habit of procrastination. And uh, if you want to learn more about what I do, tjsweet.net is my website, uh, tj at tjsweet.net. You can email me and my team directly and we'll get back with you. And uh, please subscribe to this so you get the notifications when these come out every Monday. And uh, like I wrap up every episode, I'll remind you that you always have the power of the choice to reshape your mindset, live with intention, and look at the world through a grateful lens. Until the next episode, never stop.